Welcome to Securing America with me, Frank Gaffney, the program that's a kind of owner's manual for protecting the country we love against all enemies, foreign and domestic, to the glory of God and his kingdom. I'm thrilled to have with us a man who has been actively warning for, well, many years now about various dangers facing our country against which we must be both steeled and active, namely, most immediately, what is happening on our southern border? And his name is Michael Yon. He has been covering that beat intensively now for quite some time, uh, notably from the Darien Gap, a particularly strategic part of the path that gets from Central America up into Mexico and, of course, into our own country for, well, now millions of illegal aliens. And we wanted to catch up with Michael, a distinguished war correspondent, uh, former special forces operator, veteran, uh, author of now six books, and, of course, um, a very important contributor to programs like this. And we're delighted to have him with us. Michael, welcome Thanks, back. Frank. It's, I love coming on your show. And this is an, a, a very important time. As you know, I, I, I spent most of last year on border issues. Right after uh, inauguration, I flew straight to El Paso and immediately watched the flood come in. That started within 24 hours. There's always been a trickle, but as soon as the president's changed, it was a run for the border. And so from there, it was down to uh, uh, Panama and Colombia. I was in the country of Colombia for a while, down at the Darien Gap, uh, you know, because that's the other side of the Darien Gap. The Darien Gap, of course, is that about 60 to 65 miles of just wild, crazy jungle through between Panama and Darien, or I'm sorry, between uh, on the Darien Isthmus, between Panama and Colombia, in which there's no roads. And so many of the migrants come into South America, they'll, often they'll go to uh, Brazil or Ecuador uh, and, and, and other places. They'll start first, they'll come up through Colombia, and that's where they enter the Darien Gap. And probably 10% die, nobody knows how many die, it's some huge number. I spent four months down there last year. So I was on the Colombia side, then flew up to the Panama side, and was down there with the Embarra Indians quite a lot, took two congressmen down with Chuck Holton, uh, took uh, took uh, Congressman uh, uh, Tom Tiffany from Wisconsin and Burgess Owens from Utah. We took them out into the jungle, no security. They're very uh, courageous to do that. Uh, and uh, so we took them out with the Indians and uh, saw this huge flood of migrants coming in. Last year, it's estimated that 100,000 people came through, my, foreign migrants came through the Darien Gap uh, heading north, right? And, uh, and again, probably 10% of those die. So that's 10,000. Almost nobody knows about that. I've never seen so many vultures in my life, literally vultures and, uh, or buzzards. And, uh, and it, it's amazing. It's, it's just like a war down there. And so then they head north out of Panama and, and a program. All right. Well, I, I want to pick up on that point, Michael. Let, let, let me just interject here. Um, <clears throat> a war is is really what we're now increasingly concerned about, I think, on the southern side of the border. Uh, and to the extent that uh, this problem has been, as you say, greatly aggravated by the policies of the Biden administration, uh, that war is now, it seems to me, squarely on Joe Biden and his team. 
Um, let's talk a little bit further about the numbers of people that are involved. Uh, I had uh, Todd Benzman, who I know you've worked with in the past from the Center for Immigration Studies on the program this week, and he was talking about the latest numbers being perhaps as high as 3 million people having made this trek uh, into the United States illegally across our southern border when you count in not just the 2.4 million that um, we know made that trip, but another half a million or so perhaps that were getaways or, uh, you know, guys who uh, were not actually uh, contacted by the border police, border security folks. So let me ask you about this border patrol. Um, When you look at those numbers, Michael, and the prospect that um, this so-called Title 42 um, basis for sending large numbers of them back is about to be waived by the Biden team. We're talking about not just a war, but a full-on invasion of our country getting even more severe, are we not? That's right. I mean, and, and it's a huge... And those numbers are right. When I said 100,000, that's just the Darien Gap. That's just one door. Uh, and then, as you know, huge numbers gather after that point. And so and, and we're also looking at something else that can exacerbate this incredibly, and that's food supply. Uh, we're looking at global famines at this point uh, unfolding later this year, which I've been warning about at least 2,000 times since January of 2020. So for more than two years, I've been warning about this. As you know, I stay on Global Recon. I'm, you know, constantly out there on the ground somewhere. And uh, it, it, either across the United States or last year, uh, tracking these things in Morocco and Greece and Lithuania, warning about the Russia thing. About probably eight months ago in Lithuania, I was on the ground there warning about what's happening. Uh, of course, we were concerned they were going to hit Lithuania, not Ukraine. They hit Ukraine. Uh, but it's clear the Russians were up to something up along with Belarus. And uh, and so once you go out there on the ground, you can see these. We're going to get hit a lot harder when these food uh, supply issues begin to come home, which they're starting right now in places like Egypt and Nigeria. Uh, of course, Lebanon, because of their clever uh, storing fertilizer downtown, which exploded and destroyed a lot of their food supplies. Not to mention Syria, food problems. Because So this goes on and on. Not to detail all the food problems. Bottom line, there's going to be some huge food problems. They're in the hopper. And food problems cause mass migrations. So in addition to, you know, our border under Trump was almost locked down. One other piece of this is that, uh, and you mentioned that you've been spending a considerable amount of time in Colombia. We're looking at the prospect, I fear, of Colombia and subsequently Brazil also undergoing through elections a fundamental transformation that might compound this problem even further. Uh, Talk a little bit about the Marxists' takeover of Latin America and the fact that large numbers of people are forced to leave their homes. We've seen it with the Venezuelans. I fear it's coming with... uh, Peruvians and Chileans, but probably Brazilians and uh, Colombians in the not too distant future. How would that impact what you're talking about? Oh, here? certainly Colombia. Uh, I was down there last year with a senator named Maria Cabal. She's a 
Colombian senator, and she was warning about this and sent me many messages about it. Uh, it's, well, I saw it. I mean, I was in Colombia with Chuck Holton last year and, uh, and saw, you know, the, the instability caused in part internal. Interesting. Let me say this, Frank. Maria, we were having lunch together and she said, they're trying to make everybody speak their own indigenous languages again. They're trying to make everybody split into little parts and fight each other and fight us. And she said, why are they doing that? I said, Maria, this is, this is an operation, an operational strategy. They do this in Thailand where I have an office. They're trying to split Thailand into three parts. I was out with the Maoist in Nepal for about a year. They did the same in Nepal, trying to get everybody to speak their languages. We know this. We've seen it in the United States. It happens all over. It, it's an amazing strategy. That's just part of it. But Colombia, of course, if Colombia... Divide and conquer, Michael Yon. It's a term you're very familiar with, I know. Michael, we have to take a short break. We're going to come right back with more on basically how this problem is metastasizing. And I'm so glad you brought up this issue of what the left, um, including outfits uh, like those that are trying to take over in Colombia and Brazil, are up to. That and more is straight ahead with Michael Yon right after this.